Good evening, hope all of you are doing well. Uh, we're going to be learning tonight Maseches Psachim, Daf Nun Dalid. We're going to be starting at the very bottom of Nun Gimel Amud Beis at the very last line, and we'll be finishing on the top of Nun Hey Amud Aleph at the very first line. I had hoped to do more uh, with a couple of uh, last minute meetings. I wasn't able to sneak in more learning, unfortunately, uh, but we will even out uh, over the course of the next couple of days. Yesterday, we had ended our Gemara with a story that took place with three people who were traveling. Ulo was one of them, and he was talking to Rabbi Barbarchana, and he actually hadn't said anything to him. All he did was look at him, and he looked at him, derech bishus. he looked at him with a certain negative, uh, negative way, and they managed to communicate perfectly. Uh, the person speaking, Ula, knew what he was saying, and the person listening, Rabbi Barbarchana, knew what, what Ula was saying. So the Gemara says about them, last line, Nun Gimel Medez, says the Gemara, that uh, one is so deep, his uh, his eight says belevish. It's in the heart. It's hard to extract. And the other person is and the person who has a lot of tavuna, a lot of bina, he'll able to take a bucket and to draw it out. So these are these two people. This was Ula. It was his feelings, his thoughts were deep in his heart. He didn't say any words. He just looked at Rabbi Barbarchana. He didn't express any words. It was deep in his heart. The person he was talking to, who was able to take a delete, to take the bucket, and with his tuna, with his uh, with his bina, with his understanding, he could extract from the look of bishus that uh, Ula gave to Rabbi Barbarhuna, Rabbi Barbarchana, Ze Rabbi Barbarchana, he was able to extract what Ula meant. The inhu command savruha. Who do these two hold like? So remember that they held that on Motzei Shabbos that one makes a bracha on Bore Mehoreha Esh, on Motzei Yom Kippur, excuse me, that one makes a bracha on Bore Mehoreha Esh. That's how we pass in Halacha so like this Shita. So where do they get their Shita from? Kihada Amar Rav Binyamin Bar Yefes, Amar Rav Yochanan, Mevarchan Ala Or, Bein Bemotzei Shabbos, Bein Bemotzei Yom HaKippur, Vechein Amad Davar. This is how we pass in Vechein Amad Davar. This phrase means Vechein Amad Davar. This is what the people do. Uh, we saw this phrase in Masechus Brachos, Pok in regards to what bracha we make on drinking water. Do we make the bracha of Sha'akon Yebi Baro? Or, strangely, at least from our perception at least, do we make the bracha of on the bracha of bracha Rishon of water? So that is uh, uh, over there, Machlokas, and the Gemara says, Pok I read a fascinating book that was an email dialogue between a reform rabbi and a Jewish uh, rabbi from Lakewood. So one of the arguments of the of the reform rabbi was, oh, see the Gemara says, just go out and see what the people are doing. That's the way we measure halacha. No, it's not arbitrary. You only have two choices when we use that phrase. But to say keep halacha versus not keep halacha, that we don't say. Fascinating book to be discussed another time. So that's what the Gemara says is uh, their Marimakum asks the Gemara six lines down. We know that Motzei Shabbos was the time when fire was created. And according to the Tanakama of this of this brisa, the second you see fire, you make a bracha right away. Even if you're not making havdalah, you're walking home. You see someone else making havdalah. Because we have a hana, a special hana that on Motzei Shabbos that fire was created. No, you don't make the bracha when you're walking on your way. You the bracha on the cup, on a cup of wine, but you don't make it out of the blue just walking down the street. You don't do this. So that's machlokas tanaim. But what is clear, according to everyone, is that we, what are we talking about here? Only Motzei Shabbos, not Yom Kippur. So says the Gemara, we do Paschal like Rabbi Yehuda. This is Ladina as well, that by Havdalah, we don't walk down the street and start making brachas if we see somebody else making Borei Merei Ha'esh. No, we wait till we get home. We get the cup, we get the wine, and maybe you can be a little bit more lenient by Chamer Medina, 
post can write that maybe you could use milk and maybe you can use orange juice, maybe you can use coffee. Uh, that was written, uh, whatever, 15 years ago at this point, the Brown set, that is a commentary and a corollary to the to the commentary of the Mishnah Brura, there they have a whole list of drinks that are appropriate for Chama Medina. Some say you can use a shot of Alachaim, a shot of scotch, a shot of something uh, sharp like that. That's also fine. Nevertheless, what we see in this Brisa is nothing about Yom Kippur. So the Shita that we were trying to say that was of the opinion of Rabbinyamin Bar Yefes, Rabbinyamin Bar Yefes in the name of Rav Yochanan, that we make a bracha on Borim Yoresh, even on Motzei Shabbos. No. This Brisa doesn't say that you're allowed to do that. So where do you get your Mari Makom from? So answer is the Gemara, Lokasha, Kan Be'or Shashavas, Kan Be'or Hayotim Min Ha'etim Min Ha'avanim. One is talking about Yom Kippur, and one is talking about Shabbos. Which one is which? For this, we use Rashi. Rashi on the second line, Dibur HaMaschil Be'or Shashavas, Shahaya B'Shabbos, Shadalak Hayom, it was lit on that day, Mikom Makom Imleches Avera, Imleches Avera, Shavas, Shadalak Beheter, was lit, properly, but it was not ideal. It was someone who was sick. In those cases, in that case, that's what Rashi explains over here, is that the case of Or Shabbos, that's where one would make a bracha on Motzei Yom Kippur. Back in the Gemara. But the other type of fire that is made from wood and is made from stone. So that is going to be the, uh, that is going to be the other case of Shabbos. So that's how the two brises work in tandem. But still, we hold halacha lemaisa that we do light, uh, we light a havdalah candle on Motei Yom Kippur, and we make the bracha boreimah rehaish. So the Gemara asks a quick stira: Tani chada or hayotzi min ha'itzi min avanim alav, like we just saw. Some hold that Yutaka do make a bracha on fire that's made from wood and fire that's made from stones. The Tani Chada in Mavarachan some say that you don't make a bracha. So says the Gemara, it depends. Lokasha, Kanba Motzei Shabbos, Kanba Motzei Mekipur. It depends what they were talking about, as we highlighted above. It's the same idea expressed through different brises that. Yes, we do have an application of the din of lighting a candle on Motzei Yom Kippur, as well as we do on Shabbos. Says the Gemara, Rebbe, first of the long lines, Rebbe Mifazron. Rebbe used to say the, the word Mifazron literally means to be spread out. It means that he spread out his Havdalah, that if he was walking home and he saw the Borim Ishitaka would make a bracha, he would do it all together. Even though Rebbe might have made those brachos while he was walking home, he might have, might have made a bracha while he was walking home, even though that's true, he would go back and be mesader al hakos. He'd say the whole, the whole thing again. No problem, you're allowed to repeat it again. In order to make sure that those in your home are allowed to be yotze havdala. Uh, this uh, Gemara is used as a raila dover to say that that uh, that women are chayovos in Havdalah, they can make their own Havdalah. That's a big deal in Machlokas, I believe, between the Mishnah Brewer and, and, and uh, the Igris Moshe about whether or not a woman should make the bracha borim or ha'esh. It's a shailan halacha. Better that a, a man should make Havdalah to, to solve that problem. It's a, an interesting conversation, but this Gemara is used as part of that conversation. It says, means that everyone in the house. That implies that a, that a woman would have a, an equal obligation. Okay, for another time as well. Uh, we don't have a lot of time. It's a lot of Gemara tonight. The or the Motzei Shabbos Ibri, fire was made on Motzei Shabbos. That's been a running assumption. That's why we started our, off our Gemara yesterday. Well, we I should say we picked up at, toward the end of yesterday. We were discussing the fact that we should make the bracha Borim Rehaish on Motzei Shabbos because Shabbos on Motzei Shabbos that's when fire was created. Says the Gemara. I'm not sure that's true. Hatanya, the Brisa writes three lines into the wide lines, quarter of the way down, third of the way down. Asar Dvarim Nibru Be'erev Shabbos Bein Hashmashos. There were ten things that a Kodesh Baruch Hu created during Bein Hashmashos. On Erev Shabbos, Eloheinu Be'er, 
the Be'er of Miriam, the Haman, Man was created, and Keshes, a rainbow, Ktsav, the shapes of the letters, Umnichtav, the quill, Behal Luchos, the, uh, the Luchos Rishonos, Bekivro Shel Moshe, the place where Moshe would be buried, Umara, Sha'amad Bamosh Veliyahu, the place where Moshe and Eliyahu stood together, Psichas Piha Ason, the capacity for the Ason. Uh, by Bilam to open up its mouth, and that the earth would open um, by the story of Korach. All of these things were made at that time. Here we go. Even fire was made on Erev Shabbos during Ben Hashemashos. Contradiction. Let's finish up. And as well, a, uh, an animal that's a, a crossbreed between, between a mule and a horse, the donkey, right? The parrot. Even the isle, which was Nechaz Basvach, that the Torah writes in regards to Akedas Yitzchak, that it was uh, at that time it was created. This was the worm that uh, was spoken about in regards to uh, the cutting, quote unquote, of the stones, because we know that we should never have any metal cutting the stones of the Mikdash because it's a Cherev, and Cherev is used for killing, and the, the Mikdash is a place of Shalom, so you can't do any cutting with, uh, with swords, with knives. So they would use the Shamir. Big discussion was the Shamir real, was it not real? So that's what the Gemara says that the Shamir was created at this time also. Lastly, Rabbi Huda Omer Afat Seves, even tongues were made here, asks the Gemara, in order to make tongues, you need tongues. So if that's the case, who made the first tongues? So says the Gemara, must be the case. This is the case that it must have been created up in heaven. Says the Gemara, what? Nope, that's not correct. You could have made it in a mold. That's how they make tongues, Taka. That's what they do. They have a mold. For each side of the tongues, you pour in some boil, boiling hot liquid metal, and when they when it cools off, it solidifies into the right shape, and then it's done. Then it's done. Then it's a tongue. So you don't need them. Kavan, the Ben Akavan. So says the Gemara. Sorry, where am I? Amrlo, after you ascend between speak of Ben you could make it in a in a tfus. You could make it in a mold, and then you could make your own tongue. So halay bria bide adam. No, they could have been made by man. Anyways, what is important about these last seven lines and the brisa that quotes the ten things that were made before Shabbos during Ben Hashemashos is that one of them was fire. Well, you've been telling me the whole time fire was made on Moshe Shabbos. That's why we say Boromeresh on Moshe Shabbos, because on Moshe Shabbos, fire was created, but the Bryce says it was made before Shabbos. So answers the Gemara, almost halfway down, Lokasha, Haba or Didan, Haba or Gehenim. Depends what you're talking about. One of them is referring to the light that we know of in this world, or Didan, our light. Haba or Gehenim, and one is talking about the light, the fire of Gehenim, or Didan Moshe Shabbos, the light that we're talking about, and of course, the light that we're making a bracha on, no one wants to make a bracha on, uh, you know, thank you very much for making the fires of Gehenna. That's not a normal bracha. We're making a bracha on, on Or Didan, on the light that's in our world. That's B'motei Shabbos. Or the Gehenna Be'erev Shabbos. And the light, the b'risa that speaks about the fire that was made on Erev Shabbos, that was the statement of Rav, uh, Rav Nechemiah. So he says that that was the fire of Gehenna that was made on Erev Shabbos. Asks the Gemara of Or the Gehenna Be'erev Shabbos. Are you sure that the fires of Gehenim were made on Erev Shabbos. Hold on one second. Forget about Erev Shabbos. There were seven things that were made before the world itself was created. Torah. Torah was made. Tshuva. Unbelievably powerful idea that Tshuva was made before the world was created. It's an unbelievable idea. So this fits beautifully with an idea of the Maharal, that the HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Ne'elam. There is no physical essence to HaKadosh Baruch Hu at all. And when Hashem made an Olam, Olam and Ne'elam are from the same exact root. They both mean disappeared. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu knew that if he disappeared, quote unquote, into the world, into nature, so that we can only see HaKadosh Baruch Hu if we actively look, then people are for sure going to make mistakes. 
I'm going to give them the Torah, but I also have to give them tshuva because by their nature, because they won't see me with clarity, because I'm ne'elam, because the Kodesh Baruch is hidden in the Bria, so then by definition, people are going to make mistakes. So it says the Gemara, Torah was number one that was made before the world. Of course, we know he's takil baraisu almost the blueprint. Uh, tshuva, the capacity to, um, this metamorphosis, uh, a person could kill someone, and then they can halachically speak and get tshuva. I hope that the person's still dead, but you can have a clean slate. It's a remarkably powerful idea. Vigan Ganeden was also made then. Vigehenem, Gehenem was made at that time. Kisei Akavod, Hashem's throne, Kaviyachol, Ubeis Hamikdash, the uh, the whatever that means, which elements of the Beis Hamikdash, Shmo Shel Mashiach, and the name of Mashiach was also made at that time. And the Gemara is going to go through the Pesukim that support all of these ideas. We'll go through this rapidly. Torah Dixiv Hashem Kanani Reishis Darko, that was from the beginning, from Reishis. Torah was first. Chuva Dixiv Beterem Harim Ladu, there was Chuva before the mountains. Dixiv Teshevin Oshadaka Beterem Shuv Adam, and what does that mean? That a person should add daka until they're crushed. But Torah Shuv Benedam Hashem will say, "Please do tshuva, please do tshuva." So this was woven into the bria. Ganeden Dixiv Aita Hashem Elokim Gan Beiden Mi Kedem from before, even though it can be translated from the east. But here in the context, it means from before. Gehenim Dixiv Ki Aruch Aruch Mes Mol Tivte. It was set a Sholchan Aruch. The table was Aruch. It was set from yesterday. Tivte for those who would get tempted. What's the pasuk that shows that those things were created before the Bria the Bria Saolam? Dixiv Kisei Kavod Marom Erishon Makom Mikdashen Shmosh Mashiach. How do we know that the name of Mashiach was said? Dixiv Yishemol Olam Lifnei Shemesh Yinon Shema. Good. So all of these pasukim indicate that it was done before. So one of the things that we see that was one of the seven things that was created before the world was Gehenna. So you wanted to say in the previous price uh, that really on Motzei Shabbos, that's when our fire, the sun, that's when the light that we know of was created. And on Erev Shabbos, the fire of Gehenna was created. But in another price, it says that the that Gehenna was created by the Bria. Forget about uh, forget about before Shabbos, it was by the Bria. It says the Gemara, uh, Amre, we're a little more than halfway down, Amre, Chalalahu Denivra, Kodem Olam. The space for the light was created before the world was created. But the fire of Gehenna itself was not created until Erev Shabbos. Kodesh Baruch created a cavity, uh, a cavity of Gehenna, even though there was no fire yet. And only by Erev Shabbos did a Kodesh Baruch Hu, uh, add in the actual fire. The Ordi day, let's push still further, halfway down, a little bit more. The Ordi day, are, are you sure still? We're going to push again with the same question. You're going to tell me that the light of Gehenna was in fact made on Erev Shabbos, Fatanya, the Bryce Rites, or Biosiyam, or Shabbara Kodesh Baruch, Besheni Bishabbos. Nope, made on Monday. It's our first day at work. Uh, that's a, a wonderful Gemara to say to a, to a boss that you that you may not like. Mondays. So it says, the Gemara says that the, the Or Shabbara Kodesh Baruch, Besheni Bishabbos, this fire was made on this, on Mondays. Ain lo kivia lo olam, and it can never be extinguished. Shenemra beisu ruv befigre hanoshim aposhim, the people who've done their sins. Aposhim be ki tola asam lo tamus veasham lo sichbed. Their fire will never go out. V'amar of benah bered Rabbi Ula mipne malo neemar kitov v'sheni b'shabes. If you look back in the in the pesukim in the Sefer Breishis, you'll find that the pesukim don't say kitov by yom sheni. Doesn't say it there. Mipne shenivra or shel gehenam. This is our conflict. You wanted to say previously that the Or Shel Gehenim, the fires of Gehenim, were built on Erev Shabbos. Yet here we see they were made, made on Yom Sheni, they were made on a, on, a, on a Monday. That's why the Torah doesn't say Kito, because on that day there was the Or Shel Gehenim. So we have a real, a real conflict in the Mara Makomos. 
Not only that, let's continue the story before we finish off our question. Even though it's true that by Yom Sheni in the Torah, there's no Pasuk that says, When it came to the last day of Avodah, the last day of Malacha, the day before Shabbos on Friday, there the Torah came back and, and, and there was a reflective comment on all six days. Who looked back and said, hey, Everything is amazing, even even Yom Sheni. I but on Yom Sheni they made they made the Orshel Gehenim. That's correct. It's not Kibaldic, but the Orshel Gehenim is a Hechitim. So that's the way that people can get into Gan Eden. For people who do Averas, there's a there's the the cleansing, as it were, that the person should make sure that they are that they're prepared for Olam Abba, so that even though it's very difficult, uh, nevertheless the Gemara considers that to be Tov Maod. So this is the Gemara Stira, is that in this Brisa, it seems, in this recent Brisa that we just learned, it seems very, very clear, Bifemoli, the Gemara says that the fires for Gehenna were made on a Monday, yet the previous Brisa said that the fires for Gehenna were made on a Friday. So which one is it? Answers the Gemara, two-thirds of the way down, about 20 lines from the bottom, answers the Gemara, Ella, Chalala, the open space, Kodem Shenivra Olam, the open space of Gehenna was made before the world was created. The Ordi day, the fire therein of Gehenim was made, Bisheni Bishabas was made on a Monday. The Ordi Dun, our fire, our fire, the one that we have in our world, the sun, Ordi Dun, Bimach Shava, Allah Libiros, Be'erev Shabbos. Akadosh Baruch Hu had a Havamin, he had a Machshava to create fire, to create the light for us on, uh, on Erev Shabbos. But our fire, as we know, it was not created for Motzei Shabbos. And this pastes together all of the different brises in order for that to make sense. So we had really literally four different sources. We got Tuesday, we got Friday, we got Motzei Shabbos, a whole bunch going on here. So that's how the Gemara explains this. And the Gemara brings a brise as a proof to Tanya. There were two things that were all of that HaKadosh Baruch Hu thought to create on Erev Shabbos. And they were not created until Motzei Shabbos. The Motzei Shabbos, Nasan Hakadosh Baruch Hu Deh Ba'Adam Harishon Me'ain Dugma Shel Mala. Hakadosh Baruch Hu, on that Motzei Shabbos, gave wisdom to Adam Harishon as though he came up with the idea himself. Um, and Me'ain Dugma Shel Mala, as though he could understand Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Behevi Shnei Avanim Etachman Zubizu Biyatzam Enor. And he took two stones and he knocked them together. What's the? Why would anyone ever think that that would generate heat and fire? There's no physics classes taking place. However, would he have known? Kodesh Baruch Hu told him. Kodesh Baruch Hu told him that that's how you make fire. So that's what the Gemara says here, um, that uh, he put the two stones together. And as well, there was something else that happened before uh, Shabbos. And then the said happened after Shabbos. He took two different animals and he was marking them. He, uh, he mated two different animals. And then a donkey came out. I mean, this animal came out. But the Gemara says that that last piece may not be true. But before we move on, we did answer our question about the fire. All the sources have now been organized. We now understand that the fire of Gehenna was made on a Monday, but the space for the Gehenna, the space for the fire in the Gehenna was made before the Bria of the Olam. And but when it comes to our fire, when it comes to fire that we know of, the Machshava was before Shabbos, and the Metzias of the fire was on Motzei Shabbos, where Adam Arishon was given the day to knock two rocks together fine. But at the end of that price, we said that the parrot came from the times of, Abraham, of Adam Harishon. It says the Gemara, that's not true. Rabban Shimon, Gamliel, Omer, Peret, Bimei, Anahaya. No, it was later. It was during the times of Anah. Shneemar, as the Pasuk writes, Hu Anah, Asher Matzah, Es Hayemim, Bamidbar. The word Hayemim is a reference to these types of animals of a parrot. So it says the Gemara, Dorshe Chamuros, those who are Dorish, difficult psukim. That's what Rashi here writes. Rashi, 10 lines, 8 lines from the bottom, Dibra Hamasal, Dorshe Chamuros. Rashi writes, Mikroos, Stumim, when there are psukim that are difficult to understand. 
So says the Gemara, Dorshe Stumim, 10 lines from the bottom, how you omrim, Anna Pussel Hayo. Anna, the person, Anna, was a Pussel. His brother was his father. Wow. His brother uh, had relations with, his brother Tsivon had, had relations with his mother, and the child was Anna. So his brother was his father, and his mother was his mother, but it was the father was the brother. So that's a puzzle. That's not allowed. Because he was a puzzle. He's the one who mated these two animals together and brought another puzzle to the world. He was, so the Gemara says, it's a, I don't know. I wouldn't say it's such a merit. It doesn't sound like the most uh, remarkable outcome. It's a match. It's a match. They're both psulim. Absolutely. It's a match. We see in the Pasuk that it says it's the children, the child of Imo, that Sivon had relations with his mother. So it says the Gemara, I don't understand. You told me that the parrot came on Monte Shabbos from Adam Harishon, mating two animals together that should not have been mated together. Yet nevertheless, what do we see over here? That it's from Anna. So which one is it? It says the Gemara, maybe the answer is maybe there's two different Anna's. Oh, my Rava Rava says, I'm going to tell you something that's going to knock your socks off. Amina Milsa de Shavar Malkulo Amra. I'm going to say something that the king of Shavor never said. Umanu, who's the king of Shavor? Shmuel. What did he say? We don't know yet. Ika de Amre, there are those who said, Amara Papa, wasn't Rava. Amara Papa, Amina Milsa de Shavar Malkulo Amra. I'm going to tell you something that the king of Shavor never said. And who was the king from his perspective? Umanu Rava, the previous person's Havamina. We don't know We don't know exactly who said it. What did they say? Amar Krahu Ana. The Pasuk says, Hu Ana. Hu Ana de Meikara. No, there were not two Anas. It was the same exact Anna. So um, that is what the uh, that is what the Gemara says, that it was the same exact Anna. So there's two different Shitas in the end of the day. There's two different Shitas about where a parrot came from. Was it from Adam Arishon or was it from Anna? Tanu Rabbanan, six lines, five lines from the bottom. Asara Dvarim, Nibru Be'erev Shabbos, Be'en Ashmashos. This we saw already. I'll read through this quickly because we have we have to add to the list. There were 10. We're going to be adding more. There was Miriam's well, I mean, Oman, there was Man, the Akeshes, the rainbow, Haksav, the shapes of the letters of Amichtav, and the quill. The Aluchos, the Luchos, Rishon, was Kibro, Shel Moshe, the grave of Moshe, Ma'ara, Shalmad, Ba Moshe, Velio, Psichas, Pi, Ha'ason, the capacity for the Ason, for the donkey by Bilam to speak, Psichas, Pi, Arsiv, Lor, sorry, Shan, by Korach, the capacity to open the ground. Fine, good. Some say Some say even the staff of Aaron, which grew shkedim and prachim, which grew almonds and grew flowers on the uh, on the makel. Some say even the mazikin even shedim. So fascinating. Some of them before Shem write that what are shedim and Kodesh Baruch was creating more more creations, more human beings. But by the time the tkufa of mourning came around, he had not yet finished. So he had made the soul parts of them, but not the goof parts of them. They were stuck as souls or shedim. I don't know what that means, but that's what some of the proportion right. V'yesh Omrim, V'yesh Omrim, some say, ah, turning to the top of Nandal, Ramad Beis, ah, Vigdosh, Adam Arishon, even the clothing of Adam Arishon. Rashi quotes here a machlokas in the, within, not a machlokas, there's multiple sheets here apparently. Rashi says, if you look at the top line of Rashi, there was a beggar that a Kaddish Baruch Hu made for Adam. Rashi says, Shahayu Chakukos Bokomin Chayu Behema. This was, uh, this garment, it's like something you'd imagine for kids. It had every animal that you could imagine on it. Right? All of the animals of the Bria were imprinted on this shirt, whatever it was, on this cloak, on this jacket that, that he had. And then it ended up being Buhu Nimsar the Nimrod, Al Kenya, Mer Nimrod, Gibor Tsaid. He was considered someone who was at Tsaid. He was trying to find all the animals that were on the code. Be Esav, Hargon, Natalo. And then Esav took it. Lefichach, Haya Ish Tsaid. It makes all the Pesukim sound so beautiful. The Pesuk says by Esav that he was an Ish Tsaid. Uh, that's unbelievable. Why was he an Ish Tsaid? He was so drawn in by the, by the, the Begit of Adam Harishon. 
So that's one, one whole approach. And the last, the fourth line of Rashi says, It's not this dramatic coat. It was, uh, it was just a covering to make sure that he was tzanu. Kosnos or vayal vishen. That's the pasuk in Breshis that they made these leather things. Okay, top line. Nun dalad amibay says the Gemara. Taner Rabbanon shivadvarim mechusin mibnei haadam. How true is this? There are seven things that are hidden from the human being, and here is what they are. Eluhein ruchatad unoy eluhein malachalam shakol nihebibaro. Number one is Yom Hamisa. Nobody knows when they will die. Because uh, famously, as the Mephorshim right, I believe the Maharsha here writes that everyone should always do tshuva the day that they die. So we should therefore do tshuva all the time. If you knew when you die, you'd wait until the last minute. We think we're going to live a long life. We can't promise all of that. We'd like to. We'd love to. Every day is an opportunity for mitzvahs. But, yep. 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 So that's uh, that's what this, but no, my point, the, the Marsha's point is that's what this reference is here. That's a, is a tshuva oriented reference, Yom HaMisa. The Yom HaNechama, Rashi writes here um, almost poetically, Rashi writes, fifth line. He says, Adam, all the stressors that a person has, so it stops a person from davening. We don't know when all the stressors are going to go away. The Omek Hadin, the depth of, a per, of what happens to a person, we never understand. No one can understand HaKadosh Baruch uh, Of course, Pasha, we never really know in full what's in someone else's heart. The deepest yesod of uh, being Dan Lekavschus is that we don't know what everybody's circumstances are. We don't know what things really uh, will be the good investments. It's all a gamble. We don't know when Malchus based David will come back. Pasha, we don't know the answer quite yet. Rashi here points out, Chayevis is a reference to Rome, the Malchus of Rome, Masai Tichla, when it will end. These are seven things that we don't know. Let's continue with some, a uh, little bit more Agaratan before we get to a Halacha Gemar. There were three things that HaKadosh Baruch Hu had in his Machshava Kaviyachol to create. Bimlo alum, din hushialum. I don't know what this means, but if if a Kaddish Baruch Hu hadn't thought of it, he should have. That's what the Gemara seems to be saying. Number one, al that when people die, that uh, they should decompose because otherwise people will keep their loved ones present and it'll be impossible to recover from. Um, the al how true that over the course of time, when people pass away, that um, that you don't forget about the person but you're able to minimize the pain and the discomfort and the, the anguish. And also that um, on vegetation that at some point it spoils because otherwise people can just corner the market and that's not fair. That uh, there should be coins as well. So people can, can take their food and put it into coins and make it last longer. That's the flip of the previous one. And that brings us to the close of this Mishnah in Perak Makam Shunaga when we're on to another one. We're on to a discussion about Tisha B'Av and, and, and how it intersects with Yom Kippur. Let's go. Says the Mishnah, Nundalad Amabez, about 10, 12 lines down. The Mishnah writes, Makum Shinagu Lasos Malacha B'Tisha B'Av Osin. Where it is considered uh, a minog to do Malacha on Tisha B'Av, one should do so. Makum Shinagu Shalalasos Malacha Enosin. If you live in a place where the minog is not to do Malacha on uh, Tisha B'Av, you shouldn't. But everyone agrees, everyone agrees that a Tamar Chacham should be Batel on Tisha B'Av. He should not do Malacha for sure. This is a double entendre a little bit. You should make yourself a Tamil Chacham, but he's speaking specifically in reference to Tisha B'av. Namely, we should try not to do Malachas. This is quoted in Shulchan Aruch. The Shulchan Aruch writes in Tafresh Kav Dalad, Taf Kuf Nun Dalad, sorry. In Taf Kuf Nun Dalad, he writes that uh, all, the, uh, all the work that a person does on, uh, on Tisha B'av is, 
is not a tabola bracha type of stuff. You're not going to see peros from. Okay, I don't, we don't know exactly what that means. We all have jobs. It's very difficult to take off jobs for Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, which would only be four, five, six, seven weeks away. Mm-hmm. You have to go to work, but what does it mean that there's no Paris? I don't know. These are uh, difficult Gemaras to understand, but that's what is quoted in Shulchan Aruch. So the Gemara here opens with a, a comment of Shmuel. Shmuel was of the opinion that the Isra of Achila by Tishabav doesn't start until Tzitz, but that during uh, Bein Hashmashos, like from Shkia until dark, you're allowed to eat before Tishaba. We don't pass in that way. That's We pass in like Rav and Rav Yochanan. We'll see shortly in the Gemara. But this first Shita of Shmuel is uh, is different. And let's see his Shita. Opens the Gemara, third of the way down, and Da'ad and Bez, says the Gemara, Amar Shmuel, ein tainis tzibur bebavel, bebavel ela tishaba adilvad. There's only one overnight fast. That's the reference here of tainis tzibur. There's only one overnight fast here, which is Tishabav. So says the Gemara, you're talking about night. Are you trying to include Ben Hashmashos as well? How can that be? He says explicitly, Shmuel says explicitly that when it comes to Tishabav, the Ben Hashmashos that leads into the night of Tishabav, that is Mutter to eat. If you want to say that it's true by all fasts, that's not true. We have a Mishnah that says, and if it's Ochlin what does that price come to exclude? Not, what does that mission, excuse me, come to exclude? It, so he can support his shita and say that really the only time that there's an Isra of Achila by Tishabab is once it gets dark going into Tishabab. So he holds, and we don't hold this way, please don't learn the wrong thing here. You're not allowed to eat after Shkia on Erev uh, Tishabab, going into Tishabab. But Shmuel was of the opinion that one is allowed, in fact, to eat until Hashecha. Maybe we should assume the following sources of support for Shmuel, who says that one is allowed to eat during Bein Hashmashos before Tishabav. What does it say in the Brisa? The Gemara there says, The only difference between Tishabav is that with one, when there's a suffix, it's Aser which would be Yom Kippur. And with the other one, there's a Safek, it's Mutter. Maybe simplistically, we could say that there is an Isser Dereis and Isser Derabanan. Tishabav is a Din Derabanan. It's replicated. It, it follows a lot of the same Inuyim as Yom Kippur. It's very similar to, but one is Dereis and one is Derabanan. So it says the Gemara, when the Gemara says that one is Dereis and one's Derabanan, and one has a Safek that's Asr and one has a Safek that's Mutter, my Sveko Mutter, what do you mean that Sveko is Mutter? Don't you mean to say that Lab Benash Mashos, that when it comes to the Benash Mashos of Tishabav, that uh, it's Mutter to eat? That's Gemara, you cannot bring a Raya from here to Shmuel. Lo. Elsewhere, Rav Shisha Breder of Idi said that when there's a Gemara like this, we're talking about Here, what we're talking about is when we're unsure. So, what does that mean? That means if by Rosh Hashanah, by Rosh Hashanah, when they're trying to be Koveya, the month of Tishrei, by looking up at the moon, by Kviyadiyarcha, when they used to be Mekadesh Achodesh uh, Al So, there says the Gemara. Uh, the halacha is by kviyad yarcha is that uh, sometimes it's not so simple. What if you find out super, super late in the day? So maybe really tomorrow is day day one of Rosh Hashanah. Maybe it's day two of Rosh Hashanah. We don't know. It's very hard to figure out. So that's what the b'risa means when it says sveiko aser, sveiko mutter. We're not sure by sveiko aser when it's Yom Kippur and we're not really sure which day Rosh Hashanah fell out on. So then we're not sure when the 10th of Tishrei is. Is that today or tomorrow? You have to fast for two days. That's a suffix d'oraisa. That's what the b'risa meant by sveiko mutter and sveiko aser. But by Tishaba, which is the Rabban and sveiko mutter, if you're not sure when kviyad yarcha was, when Rosh Hashanah really started, then okay, fine, whatever. It's really the month of Av. And we don't know when the month of Av started. So Tisha B'Av may be today or tomorrow. You only have to fast one day. 
We know the Tisha B'Av can be a Nidche. We've had that experience before. That's not the craziest thing in the world. Yom Kippur is never a Nidche, and it raises a lot of Shilas. For example, we know that on, Yom, on, uh, on Shabbos, you have an obligation to say Kiddush. Kiddush is a mitzvah daraisa, but zachart of zachor v'shamor, iskash zachor v'shamor. That just like a person is chayiv in the Shmir of Shabbos, so too they're chayiv in the Zachir of Shabbos. It's the mitzvah daraisa. How are you? You don't say the mitzvah daraisa of Kiddush on Shabbos when Shabbos is Yom Kippur. So the Meforshim there say that when you say Vaychulu and Shul on Shabbos, you should have in mind to be Yotze. To be Mekadesh al Hakos is a dinder one of Zachary Alayayin that when we make the Zachira of, of Kiddush on Friday night, yes, it should be on a cup of wine. That's ideal, absolutely. But it's not Le'ikuva. It doesn't stop the mitzvah doraisa. So therefore, when Yom Kippur and Shabbos falls out, absolutely, one should have in mind by Hulu on, uh, on Friday night in Shul, they should have in mind that they're being Yotze, they're being Yotze, the mitzvah doraisa of Kiddush. But it's, it's much more chamur. It's much more chamur. So this brisa doesn't uh, doesn't doesn't um, is not a support for Shmuel. Nevertheless, this shita still exists. However, Rava doesn't agree. We're almost two thirds of the way down in Dalat Amidbeis. Rava says as follows: Darash Rava, uh, Ubaros women who are pregnant, Uminikos women who are nursing, Misanos Umashlimos Bo Kederok Shemisanos Umashlimos Biyamakipur, and we treat. Tishaba, the same way as we treat Yom Kippur, that they are mashlimos, they should try and finish the fast. Ubena shmashos shilo aser, explicitly, very different than Shmuel. Shmuel said that by Tishabab, that the bena shmashos is mutter. Here we see very, very clearly, ubena shmashos shilo aser. Rava and Rav Yochanan, though a few generations apart, they lived probably about 75 years apart, I'm approximating. Uh, so they uh, they both agreed that the bena shmashos Obviously, Yom Kippur ben Hashemashos is Aser because we follow the halachic starting point of the day. But by a fast day, which is Darabana, we got to figure out the Chachma. Not every fast day starts at night. So we, of course, not every ben Hashemashos is Aser. So that, but that's where Rav and Rav Yochanan are on the same page. The ben Hashemashos that leads up to Tisha B'av is going to be Aser. Was Rav Yochanan really of the opinion to say that uh, it's usher to eat during the Bein Hashemashos that leads into Tisha B'Av. Oh, we, this is going to take some time to figure out. We're going to see a few different approaches here. Rav Yochanan said the following, Tisha B'Av is not like a Tainas Tzibor. So in what way is it not like a Tainas Tzibor? So the first says the Gemara, my lab, the Bein Hashemashos, don't you mean to distinguish between this and Bein Hashemashos? And therefore, Rav Yochanan, you must be wrong. You must say it's mutter to eat during Bein Hashemashos because you said it's different than, than Yom Kippur. By Yom Kippur, you're not allowed to eat during Bein Hashemashos. So maybe this is the difference. Says the Gemara, no, lo, lemalacha. All we're trying to say is that Tishabav is different than Yom Kippur because Yom Kippur has an Isser Malacha. Masha'en Kain Tishabav doesn't have an Isser Malacha. It says, Malacha Tanina, that's our Mishnah. Mamish our Mishnah. That's exactly what we just learned 25 lines ago toward the top of the page. What did we learn? Makom Shinagu Lasos Malacha Batishabav Osen. Makom Shinagu Shilo Lasos Enosen. So we already saw that. Well, he was just teaching us a side din that we should be like Talmud Chachamim and we should not do Malacha that day. But he wasn't saying that it was Aser. So what are you talking about? The line of Rav Yochanan that says the Tishlo is not like Yom Kippur can't be about Malacha. That's Mufurash and Mishnah that it's either Mutter or Aser al Tminag. And Midoraisa, for sure, it's us, it's Aser on, on Yom Kippur. And for sure, Malacha Doraisa is Mutter on, on Tishabav. That can't be it either. So therefore, the Gemara changes its changes gears, and this is an unbelievable idea. Ella says the Gemara, fifteen lines from the bottom, says the Gemara, Ella mai eno ketainis tibor. What did Rav Yochanan mean when he said that tainis tibor is different than tishabav? Let's feel us neila. They used to say neila by by tefila b'tibor. 
unbelievable that they used to have a whole Shmonesra. They used to have a whole tefillah. We only say that by Yom Kippur. They had by 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 a tiny tzibur in general. Says the Gemara. If you want to say that that's what he meant, that can't be because Behama Rav Yochanan, Rav Yochanan says, go daven until your heart's content. We don't care how many times you daven. You can say Shemona Sreya as many times as you want. Ulevai, she's pala adam. You want to say Shemona Sreya a hundred times? You can. I asked this Shaila before. I uh, Something along, I, this was many years ago. I called to ask a Shaila. I said a Shemona Sreya. I wasn't sure if I was Yote. I don't remember if it was like a Vasein Talamatar issue or if it was like a Yalaviyav. I don't remember the, the details. So the Psak that I got is say it Tfilas Nadava. No problem. Just say another Tfilah. Shmon Esri, just your Kavana should be that it's Alt Nadava. There's no Bracha Levatala involved in there. That's totally fine. We see this application Allah Chalamaisa. Let's say it's, uh, it's Mincha and Shabbos. And you're sitting there spaced out. All of a sudden, you're about to do slach lanu, and you realize it's Shabbos afternoon, and the whole world's going to look at you like you're an Amaret because you're not paying attention. It's happened to me a hundred times. So the halacha writes that if you start saying atachonin, you should finish the bracha. Bracha levatala. Why isn't it bracha levatala? It's Shabbos afternoon. That's not the right bracha. We should be saying atachad b'shim chayechad. So the post can write because that bracha is a beautiful bracha. There's nothing wrong with it. It's not like a shahakol that you can only make when you have a cup in front of you, a liquid, a shahakol, a hamosi when there's bread. It's not like that. These brachos are allowed to be made not in a vacuum, but in a whole set of shmonesrei. That's appropriate. No problem. So therefore, the post can write that by Shabbos, when it comes to shachris, when it comes to mar shachris and mincha, and you start the bracha v'atachon, and you should finish it. However, not by Musa. By Musa, by the Korban Musa, it's not Shaykh to say Atachon and Adam Daser because that's not, that's not based on the Korban Tamid. It's based on a different Korban. So the Tefillah should be different. Okay, that's a, a different sugya, disconnected. But nevertheless, let's come back here. The point is that you can say Ne'ilah as many times as you want. Rabbi Yochanan, that can't be what Rabbi Yochanan was saying was the difference between Tishabav and a tiny where He held that that's totally mutter. Go pray all you want. Says No, the difference between them, even according to Rabbi Yochanan, is that by a tiny tzibur, it would be a chova, and by uh, by Tishabav, it would be a rishus. That would be a difference. Here's another possibility. My Second to last of the short lines. What did Rav Yochanan mean when he said that Tishabav is not like a tiny Sibur? Answers the Gemara, the Esrim, the Arba. Rashi here points out on a tiny Sibur, they used to add six extra brachos to Shmona Esrei. So that would bring us to 24, technically 25. That means historically, if the Gemara is saying 24 here, it means that they used to have a Shmona Esrei without, without Vala Malshinim. They added six brachos when there was a tiny Sibur. So really it would be 25 with, with Vala Malshinim. But the Gemara says 24, obviously. This was before we learned this in brachos. That Shmuel Akatan was the one who authored, um, I think, at the request of Rabban Gamliel to write the extra bracha. So that means that this twenty-four, the custom of saying twenty-four brachos in Shmuel Esrei during a tiny tzibur was prior to that time. Rav Papa Amar, first of the sh- uh, last of the short lines. Rav Papa Amar, my eno ketainis tzibur eno kirishonos elakachronos vesura. No, something totally different. He means that. Tishabav is not like a tiny Tibor in the first three times, in the first three months of the year. In Tishrei, Cheshvan, and Kislev, this is not explicit in the Gemara. The Rishonim here, here explained this at length. Indeed, Ramaz Papa Amar, that during the first three times of the year, if there was no rain until Kislev, so then that was one camp. Ela Achron, Ela Kiachronos, that Tishabav was like the Achronos, Ve'asura, and that when it's Kiachronos, that those fasts were longer and you were not allowed to eat during Ben Hashmashos of those times. And that's why it was different in the first three months. Eno, Kirishonos, but it was similar to the Achronos in that it was Asura, that one was not allowed to eat uh, during Ben Hashmashos leading in to Tishabav. Meisve, the Gemara says, we learned in a Mishnah, we learned already, we saw this price above, 
And now we're asking the question again to Rava and Rav Yochanan, who hold that it's usher to eat during Ben Hashemashos leading up to Tishabav. So this Brisa says that there's no difference between Tishabav and Yom Kippur, except for Suffolk, except for a case of Suffolk. And we pointed out just Sveiko Usher, Sveiko Mutter. Maybe we, we asked this question against Rav Yochanan. Maybe we should ask it now against, I'm sorry, we asked this question against Shmuel. Now maybe we should ask the question against Rav and Rav Yochanan. My Sveiko Mutter. What does it mean that Sveiko Mutter? It doesn't it mean, doesn't this Brisa imply that it's Mutter to eat during Ben Hashemashos leading up to Tishabav? Says the Gemara, absolutely not. Just like we answered the question by Shmuel above, we're going to answer this brisa the same way. We're going to say that brisa of Sveiko Aster and Sveiko Mutter has nothing to do with Achilles during Ben Hashemashos at all. All it has to do with is what if we're unsure of when the months began? Today, tomorrow, we're not sure. So if it's Yom Kippur, we're Machmir because it's a Suffolk Del Raisa Luchumra. And if it's, uh, if it's going to be by uh, a question of, of Tisha B'av, so that's a Dinder Abana, so then you only have to fast for one day. Uh, it seems to imply from there, Halachol Dvaram Shavin. It seems to be that for all other things, that that's what the language means. It said, Ein bein tisha The only thing that was different was suffix. Seems like everything else was the same. Misayeya the Rabbi Elazar. This should support Rabbi Elazar. Dama Rabbi Elazar. Aser alo le'adam shiyoshi d'etzbao b'mayin b'tisha b'av k'derech she'aser lo shito etzbao b'yomakipurim. Just like on tisha b'av and yom kippur, we have the same halacha that we don't do any rechitza l'shem tainuk. No enjoyable rechitza at all. So even when we wash the tilas yadayim in the morning, we bring it down to the bare minimum, to the middle knuckles where the fingers connect to the hand. We only washed until I said, I am up to there. Ah, you fell in mud. That's mutter. You can rinse yourself off. That's okay. That's not rechitza l'shem tainu. That's rechitza l'shem zuama. That's to get something gross off of you. That's fine. That's fine. But when you're washing just for the sake of hana, that's usr. So that's what Rabbi Lazar says. It seems very clear. But everything else should be the same. That's a, a support for Belazar who indicates that any rechitza, even just sticking your finger in, in water that you enjoy, the Isser would be the same on Tishabav as it would be on on uh, Yom Kippur, but says the Gemara, wait a minute, Mesve, we have another brisa. Ain bein tishba of latinus tibur el shazel aser basias malacha v'zem moter basias malacha the makom shenagu. So that's another nafkamina. Again, the comparisons are different. The previous brisa that we learned was comparing. Tishabav to Yom Kippur. What is this Brisa comparing? It's comparing Tishabav to Tainus Tibor. So it says, Ain bein Tishabav to Tainus Tibor. When it comes to Tishabav to a Tainus Tibor, one of them is Aser Basias Malacha. The Zeh, and one of them is Motor Basias Malacha, but Makam Shanagu. It seems to be that they should be identical here too. Yet what do we see? The Ilugabi Tainus Tibor, Tainu, what do we see by a Brisa? There's a diuk that can be made from the brisa that seemingly by a tiny seabor that one is allowed to wash even their face and hands, which implies that even on Tisha B'av that should be allowed. That's a contradiction. Because Rabbi Lazar just said four lines ago that you can't even stick a finger in water that you enjoy. How could you wash your face every morning? That's not allowed. On Yom Kippur, you should not be allowed to do that. And it's a tiny seabor. Amara Papa, you took the comparison too far. Last line for the night, last four words. The first four words on the top of Nunhayam and Aleph, and we'll stop right here. Tana, kulek, kulek, tani. When the Gemara said, ain bain, that the only difference is, it was talking about leniencies. It wasn't talking about stringencies. The only difference between this and that is X. That was only talking about leniencies. But when it comes to Chumras, that's not what we're talking about. And in fact, there would be a difference, and we would, in fact, not be allowed to wash our face and hands on Yom Kippur. We'll stop right here. Mir Hashem will pick up on Shabbos on the very top of Nunhayam and Aleph. Wishing you all a beautiful night. Yeah, uh, uh.